Hey there, triathlete. Welcome to the Triathlete Mindset Podcast, where we explore effective training mindsets, life's challenges, and provide you with real-life strategies to help you become a stronger triathlete. Here is your host, Coach Morgan, the People's Coach. Hey guys, Triathlete Mindset is back with you, and we're going to have a good episode today. We're going to talk to Michelle and we're going to talk about doing hard things. And I don't think there's a better person to really tell us how to do hard things, even though I could tell you a little thing or two, but this one over here is epic and reincarnated, right? Everything she does, she just <laughs> did some, another Ultraman down in Mexico the other day or last weekend. And I'm just going to let her tell you a little bit about herself. Hey, what's going on, Michelle? Hey guys, this is Red or Michelle. Thanks for the introduction. And yeah, of course, I know one thing or two about hard things. <laughs> and speaking about hard things, I just had a very badass race. It was really hard. You get to a point in your life where you think, yeah, this was definitely the hardest. And then you go to the next one and it becomes the hardest. So nothing ever gets easier. For it doesn't sure. matter how much you train for it. There's different things that happen in the environment just you're not prepared you'll never be prepared 100 for whatever happens so basically i've been doing triathlon for about eight years going into nine i am 28 now so i started very early and i started getting interested in ultra distance i had very great mentors as i was dipping in my feet in sprints and that hard short stuff <laughs> um <laughs> Because it's hard. It's all, it's all it's relative. Fast. It's all relative. Like yeah. you said. Yeah, I got it. It's all relative. And I was living in the U.S. at this time in life. I was in Dallas. And I remember I was at a spin class and I was training for my first sprint. And I saw this chick. She was the instructor, actually. And she was like, okay, guys, you guys have a great week. I'll see you guys after I come back from my race. And I was like... Hmm. Sounds like she's doing an Ironman. So I got up, got close to her and I asked her about it. And she was like, no, actually I'm doing a double Ironman. And I, my mind just kind of like, what? <laughs> double what? <laughs> that exists. And the way that she introduced it to me is the way I would introduce it to somebody else, because there's just that small, soft magic as you speak about it, once you experience it, there's no way of expressing about it in any other way. And so I was training for a sprint and then I got introduced to a double Ironman and I was like, oh, I think I kind of like this one better. Little by little, I started training with her. She came back from her race, told me everything about it. And I was like, wow, I definitely want to do something like this. And ever since then, the universe and the gods and everything have put amazing mentors in my life. And I never stopped learning. And everything that comes across me still seems hard. I think seeing things as easy is a mistake because then you underestimate what can happen. You can't control things. So it's yeah. better to be prepared for even the hardest and prepare your mindset for it. But yeah, nothing ever gets easier. This past race wasn't an exception. I had a really hard time. But when you accept hard, good things come out of it. I've learned that with races, I've learned that with the years that I've been a coach and I've been an athlete and I've been a crew member, I've learned that when you push through hard, finishing gets easier. And that is the 
example of what happened this weekend. I actually won first place in Ultraman. Congratulations. So, you didn't tell me that. That just you. came out of left field. We <laughs> just had you. a conversation prior to this recorded, and you suddenly was like, oh, yeah, I won an Ultraman. No figure. <laughs> I've been chasing, not the first place, but at least a race where I feel confident that I can compete, a race where I know that it doesn't matter how hard it gets, I can push through it. I've been chasing that feeling for a long time. And when you put one foot in front of the other and when you persist in something and you're determined and your decision is based on, it doesn't matter what's going to happen. I'm going to stick to it. This race was so hard that I think it was one of the first times that I actually thought of abandoning that doesn't really happen a lot because i really enjoy racing and i yeah yeah yeah. and i hardly ever go there and this time i was there and somebody told me something very magical and he said it would be really nice to see you when it would fill my heart and i was like "Uh oh (laughs) you know what i feel the same it would be really nice to see me when i wasn't chasing first place i wasn't chasing any of that win for me meant to finish it we are coming out of a pandemic We have to accept that training is not the same. Feels aren't the same. Volumes aren't the same. Your mind is not the same. And it came to my mind that persistence is a way of showing other people that they can do it also. Like even in the hardest conditions. And I worked through it about 42 kilometers of the race. (laughs) And once I got past that negative state, and I can tell you a part of the race or represent it in like the amount of time that it took me to get to that acceptance of hard. It took me 42 K to get there. And then I was like, you know what? I'm at the midpoint of the double marathon and I'm already on the other side. It doesn't matter how hard it hurts. I know I can get it done. And I ended up coming in first place and it was something very magical. It doesn't feel like I'm the best, but it feels like I'm the best for myself. That's and all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah all it was that really matters. nice. Yeah. I mean, man, I'm so mad at you. You're just not telling me this, but it's good surprise. I mean, I'm glad we <laughs> recorded it when you told me. And uh, <laughs> you were surprised. Yes. I mean, you won. Duh. Come on. <laughs> I consider us friends. So I'm like, I can, I can brag like, oh, she, if I know, I know somebody faster. You know what I mean? And so that's the thing. As you say, you had to take time to get through it, and it took you to 40, what you said, 42K, right? Uh, 42K. Yeah. I know when I'm doing hard things, long, hard, it can be short and hard, like whatever it is that you you get, like we just talked about that edge. I tell myself, it's not going to last forever. At some point, this day will be over. And if you do the real math, even if you walk, however you want to look at it, it's not going to last forever. And the finish line, and when the day is over, that I'm crossing that line with my crew, with my friends, it becomes a battle of self. And I say this a lot where the whole thing of ultra, as we talk about how, like it's the kind of the transcendence, right? But it's almost like an onion and you take the onion and you pull back the layers every time you do a race and you see a pure version of yourself and people don't understand why do you do it? Why not? If I'm not constantly growing and I may be different than you. You may be different than me. However we grow, if this is what brings me closer to enlightenment, why wouldn't I do it? Amen. Yeah, yeah. Life is yeah, about change, sure. right? Life is about growth. And did you actually do that sprint you was trading for? Did you actually finish the trading for the sprint or did you just like, no, no I never, it. No, I never did. I never, <laughs> I never have you done, done a sprint? No, I have not. 
Yeah, that's gonna blow people's minds when they watch this. <laughs> and so you just jump from so okay, you didn't do the sprint. So what I, did you do? Did you jump to the two? No, I didn't do the sprint because back in the day, people thought it was stupid for me to do it. People thought that it was dumb for me to spend my money in something like that. And yeah, okay. then I had this conflict of like, why am I really doing it? Do I really enjoy it? Or do I just want to get the distance over with meaning this rent? And then because I had this person and this person introduced me to other people, I realized that I was actually enjoying the process of evolving your mind, your heart, your soul, your spirit, your body evolves. And I kept discovering that I could go further and further and further. And I don't want to diminish that or say that sprints are nothing because they really are. But I kind of like that distance where you find yourself. Distance is the perfect guide to find answers. I did know that I needed a little bit of experience and it took me about a year to get into accepting the double distance. And so I did two half Ironmans. Only a year. Yeah, a year. And then I did two half Ironmans that year. I did one in my home country, which is Guatemala. Okay. And then I did Galveston, Texas. And I came back for Christmas that year and I was laying in my bed and I get this text from Lisa. Lisa is the girl who was doing the double. And she's like, hey, Red, so I want to go back to the double. I don't want to swim. And she was like, do you mind doing a relay with me? And I was like, yeah, how much was the swim? And she's like, seven kilometers. I was like, I'm in. I, what I had, race is this? This was double anvil in Florida. They do relays? Yeah. Steve is very creative. <laughs> yes. Old, he is very creative. Double Ironman relay. Yeah. <laughs> the great part about that is no matter what you do, you're doing an ultra something. You're doing an ultra swim, an ultra bike, or ultra run. So exactly. You, it's all going to be ultra regardless of what the event is going. Ultra yeah. nutrition, ultra crazy. That's what we call it, ultra crazy. Ultra crazy. And so that was my first experience. And I didn't even think about it twice. So I was like, yes, I want to be part of this because I've been seeing your character, your personality, the way that you do things for a whole year. You're my mentor. Now I want to follow you. I want to be part of it. And we had thought of me swimming, Lisa doing the bike and this other girl doing the run. And she didn't show up. So it was me and Lisa finishing the distance. And that right there was already ultra. And when they finished, I was like, bro, bro, I can do this. It's not that hard. It's, and a, it's a long day. It's a, that's all I said. It's, it's not it, yeah, it's just a dare out there a long <laughs> Exactly. But it's also fun because of the people who are there, because you discover you got you hit a PR and then you hit another PR and you hit another PR. And you're like, wow, this is 36 hours of pure magic. This is awesome. And then I went and did my first Ironman with the experience of the double. And then I slightly started growing. And when I did my third double, this chick, her name is Shonda Hill. Okay. Amazing girl. She came up to me and she was like, hey, Red, so you've done two, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like, are you ready to do 10? I was like, 10 what? She's like, 10 Ironmans. I was like, that exists. And she's like, yeah, we're all going to Switzerland. Let's go do it. And I was like, okay, I'm in. Because life is crazy and you can't control everything. I wasn't able to get the finance to go and do that. It's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. expensive. Yeah, so I was sure. like, if I can't pay 10, then let me see if I can get up to five. So I was able to do the quintuple. And that was my first experience in ultra, ultra stuff. And 
Ever since then, honestly, ever since I did the relay and so on and so on, I wouldn't change that for the world. And let me tell you something, Morgan, every single race has been hard. There's no easy. There's no easy. Yeah. There exists no easy. It doesn't matter how fast you're going, how good of an athlete you are. It's always going to be hard because you're pushing your limits. That's perfect, though. I never thought about it like that because you train to try to make it not hard. <laughs> like, right. that, that's the key is the whole point of training. Like, I mean, make it the suffering very minimal as much as possible, yeah. but it is what it is. That's basically mm-hmm. what you're saying. We sometimes get so fixated on changing the reality of a situation, reality that if you ride a bike for 300 miles, it's going to hurt. I don't care how much you trained. You're going to feel that because exactly. what you're going to be presented with that day is not going to be the same as what you're going through. You might get a lucky day here and there, but there's something that's going to happen. I think every race I've done, there's been a, at least one dark moment where I'm like, what yeah. What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I then you step out of you like, I tell myself, Morgan, shut up. Yeah. You, know, you decided to be here. Now yeah. embrace the suck. Yeah. You know what helps me a lot is I have a rule. I have a rule between my training and my racing. In my training, I can complain as much as I want. Like, oh, it was cold. I didn't want to wake up. Or, oh my goodness, the wind was really hard and that's why I saw it. It doesn't matter. I can complain in my trains and I can complain to other people because it's allowed in my rules. And I can complain to myself like, oh my goodness, okay, whatever. I can find excuses, right? Right. In race day, that's not allowed at all. I try to minimize as many excuses I can find or negative feels or negative thoughts or reasons why. And I got constantly repeated this weekend, like, you just look awesome. And in my head, I kept feeling and thinking like, I don't feel awesome. This shit hurts. And I was like, if I verbalize it, if I say it, they believe it. And if they believe it, they act on it. And I'm speaking about my crew yeah and so for 42 kilometers morgan i was like i just want to say i want to say i want to say i want to quit i don't want to keep doing this but if i say it then somebody else is going to believe it and that just adds up to a very bad equation the race director is a really good friend of mine and he saw my face and he told me what i told you that quote that i was like yeah i want to see that in myself too i want to and i want to win this race meaning I want to cross that finish line for myself. Like I said, it took 42 kilometers of just shutting up like red. Just don't say a word of how you're feeling and keep showing grace and that you're enjoying it and keep smiling because you can eat peanut butter or you can eat a smile. (laughs) They're both very important. It was tough, but I have that rule. Once you're in front of your demon or your fear or whatever hard, if you put a step back, you already lost. The idea is to just keep going, keep going, keep going and put one foot in front of the other. And it really works for me. I've had other races where I've found myself in this situation where I just don't want it anymore. And like you said, you said it perfectly. It's going to finish soon. It's not permanent. It's never going to be permanent. Nothing ever is. What's on the other side is so worth whatever you're going through at that moment. That really helps a lot. That Buddha stuff right there, man. That permanence and suffering, the things that we fight and speaking those words, right? Like saying, I want to quit. I was reading something the other day 
and it was talking about prayer. And it, yeah. regardless of what everybody believes who is watching this, it doesn't matter. Prayer is just a manifestation of what you believe in, your faith. And so however you decide to do that, it's all up to you. But what they did, they did like a study, like the A and B group, and they were sick. And so one group prayed all the time and the other group didn't. And it was crazy because when the ones were praying, they had a placebo effect where they got better. They felt better. They started having really positive results, right? They didn't like remarkably the, the disease didn't go away. It wasn't no miracle type stuff, but they felt better. They dealt with it differently because it's what they were creating in here and in here. And yeah. other people, a couple of them died. It was so crazy, but it, when the way they articulated it, it said it wasn't a medical thing, but it was almost like they gave up. They just let go. It's almost like when you're running it, and I'm going to explain it to whoever's listening, when, you, when you're running it as hard as you can, or you're running fast, or you're running far, however it is, there's a moment that happens where you can decide, I can back off right now, or I can keep pushing a little bit harder. Matt Fitzgerald, he wrote a book that was said, how bad do you want it? Make a decision in that moment. How bad do you want it? Do you back off or do you stay in it? And it's not a genetic thing. It's a choice, right? Mm -hmm. It's a choice for you to do something different in that moment to have a different outcome. And if you manifest your words and your actions, because I have crew. So if you'd have told them, one, I want to quit, they'd have been like, oh, she wants to quit. They'd have treated you different. It would have been a totally different experience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want that to happen, man. Like you said, if then when he told you, man, it'd be great to see you win this thing. Then you start imagining like, mm, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> you know, I also was thinking about pizza. Morgan, I don't eat carbs. I I haven't eaten pizza like seven, eight years. And okay. I was thinking, oh, I want pizza. Seven, and eight told, years? Yeah. That's a race in itself. That's an ultra. I know, I know. <laughs> And I was like, that's worth speaking in a regular basis would not eat pizza or say that I want pizza. And I told my crew, I was like, hey, I kind of want pizza after this. And she was like, all right, I'm going to set it up. What flavor? And I was like, that's my girl. That's what I'm speaking about yet. Yeah, I want pizza. Did you <laughs> eat like, it? I, I ate a whole pizza, a whole pizza. Did, how did huge. your stomach take that? <laughs> It loved it. Like, really? seriously. Another thing, when you start doing these things, nutrition is very important. And nutrition for me is extra important because like I've mentioned you before, I used to be anorexic. So my digestive system is very, very fragile. And so I just ate peanut butter. That's all I ate during one tablespoon each hour with my salt pills and my amino acids. So it's enough to keep me pushing through 12 hours but it's not enough for my stomach to feel full. I race on low, but high calorie. So there's no solid food. Yeah. And, oh, when I ate that pizza, I was like, man, this is so juicy. It's so crunchy. It's, it was so warm. <laughs> it's so salty. It's just, it was it so everything so, perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. Hey, I love the recognition that I got because it's a really nice wooden trophy. But yeah. the pizza man, oh my goodness. I think I would take a pizza over a medal any day. Hey, that, that's what it is. That's that meal. Like, a lot of us race for food. I like to race for food. <laughs> I roll my yeah, bike today and I'm like, man, I could have a, at least a half a piece of cake today. You know what I mean? I'm justifying it in my mind. If I do an hour worth of work, that's like 500 calories. I just I, can't, <laughs> you know, I have to do it a certain way. That's awesome. man. even nutrition, that's a hard thing. Doing hard things is like cutting out sugar. I've done it lately. That's why I wanted the cake because I crave it. I haven't had pizza. I usually have pizza after every ride, every 
every Saturday. And for me, it's not just pizza because I do keto, right? And yeah. so I do keto pizza and it's not as bad, but it's still, you can still get the cheese and all that type of stuff that comes with a whole bunch of carbs and stuff like that. Yeah. I can feel the difference, but that's my thing. So cutting that out, like it's, it is hard because every day I think I want tortillas, I want nachos, I want this, I want that, I want some macaroni and cheese and, and I'm gluten-free. So, and then they just came up to gluten-free Oreos. Oh, have mercy. And then, so I had like so many, of, I had so many of those. It's just hard, yeah. right? So it's a lot yeah. of us struggling. Like there are people listening right now mm-hmm. that are thinking about doing something hard. They're thinking about doing their first triathlon. They're thinking yeah. about doing their first Ironman. They even dabbling with a ultra. Usually people don't go ultra triathlon that fast. They go ultra like running and then they go ultra triathlon or, yeah. or ultra cycling. What number one tip would you give them when they're trying to talk themselves out of it? Interesting. Okay, so words are very important. Words are everything. They're a very, very sharp sword and you can use it to the benefit of something good or something negative. And self-talk, Morgan, is something that we're scared of. We as humans try to avoid that time and space to be with us and find answers. I would say, guys, ask yourselves, why are you doing this? And find that reason. And once you find it, repeat it in your mind a thousand times, 42 kilometers, 40 days a year, however many times you have to repeat it in your mind to get through it, just do it. I feel like you need to learn how to hear yourself because whatever excuse is going in your mind If you don't find it, then you're not going to find the answer. But if you find the answer, then you find the tool to put one foot in front of the other. It's really easy. Just get up and do it. That doesn't really work. It's not like that. I feel like you have to do research and you have to put your heart in it. Because when you do and you discover who you really are, my God, it's just something magical. Discovery. Yeah, discovery. That's what it is. My first tip is ask yourself why, find a reason and use that reason to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. I love that. Put one foot up, find your reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's all about discovery. Ultra is about discovery. Triathlon is about discovery. Life Um, life is about about discovery. There's no growth in lack of change. I have this shirt on right now. Nobody, you can't see it as, as much, but it says change will happen when action takes place. You got to do something for something to happen for you. You have to make a different choice for your actions to follow. We really appreciate you for coming. You're right. You said it before we started. We could have this talk for probably hours. And that's why I love talking to you. I love talking to like-minded people that really get it, that Mm -hmm. get it. And it's not about people like, oh, you love swim, biking, and running. No, I love what it gives me. It's yeah. a difference because I can do it without running. Believe me. Me too. I can do it without running. It's necessary for the profession that we have chosen, right? So we want to thank you for coming. I look forward to racing with you. For everybody don't know, we're going to be racing together at DECA. We're going to be doing 10 Ironman in 10 days in Hawaii on six different islands. And that's going to be our hard thing. And we're going to experience that. And we're going to peel back the layers together. And I look forward to it. It's going to build our relationship even more. And actually, when we stop this, we're going to talk about this relay thing. I didn't know that exists. So (laughs) we're going to discuss that. Guys, thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. Every two weeks, you're going to get a new episode. Every two weeks, you're going to get a new video episode. 
We're going to have people on here. You can be on here. It's all about life experience. Triathletes mindset is about how they do the things that they do the way they do them, the way they work through them. And that's the key. I appreciate you for being here. Remember you are enough. You just have to believe it. Have a great day, guys. Love it. Have a good one. Thank you for listening. Find Coach Morgan on social media and at www.morganlattimore.com. Check back every two weeks for new and insightful episodes. Until next time, remember, you are enough. You just have to believe it.